0: Welcome to Fold in the Cheese. It is your boy K Troll on the mic today with another divisional preview. And I'm joined as always by my main man, Ethan Gelfand. E, what is happening?
1: Man, these division previews are coming fast and furious. I mean, how, how many, many divisions? Yeah, I guess there's eight. So, what is this? Six. This is our sixth one. This okay. is our
0: sixth one. We're starting to slow it down because we got so excited. We started we just blasting out of
1: the gate. We just wanted to get them all in at once. But like, no, our, our listeners would like to take their time. They want to send their ears on their drive to work. They just want to stretch it out as long as they can. So we are listening to you listeners. We get it.
0: They want to hear us more frequently. That's just basically yes. what we're getting. So today we've got the NFC West, which we're excited about. Um, yes. But before we get there, I want to hear about uh, what's going on in the week. We gotta We got to catch up.
1: Yeah. But, okay, so I just mentioned, this is how my brain works. Like, I'll say something like, huh. That makes me think of 10 other things. So I just said we're coming at you Fast and Furious. Yep. Have you seen all the Fast and Furious movies? Absolutely not. Okay. Not even close. I've seen maybe two. I was going to say, I've seen the first one. And it's granted, that was probably when we were in... Were we in high school? Probably high school, the first one. God, one, we're old. Two, I can't believe there's... I think there's 10... Like, of all the movie franchises, would you ever have expected The Fast and the Furious, one, to be a franchise, and two, to have 10 movies? It's killing it. I mean, I think it's what I think it did
0: when it came out, at least the whole idea of like drifting and all that was like pretty cool. And so that, that Uh, that was until
1: three. That was Tokyo Drift. Drift.
0: Drift. I know, but like that, that kind of spawned like a whole thing, a whole subsport kind of thing. But when you made a movie that was just, basically like pure action the entire time pure car chases pure High explosions throttle. like that's all it was it well. kind of stood out in that way there wasn't yeah. much else like it you know that's true and like even action movies had a lot of like plot and drama and character development and all that fast and the furious is just like hey it's nah. like the grand theft auto of movies. <laughs> like, It was like nah we're just gonna go beat up some hookers and steal cars and blow shit up <laughs>
1: That was Grand Theft Auto. or uh, Fast. And that Deep? was Grand Theft Auto, but it's like, <laughs> yes. like the Grand Theft Auto of movies. Okay, fair. And also, I mean, unfortunately, he is no longer with us, but Paul Walker, like, first of all, a big shift. I just remember him in Varsity Blues and, like, she's yep. all that. And now it's like, boom, action superstar Paul Walker. <laughs> yeah. Yep, Lance. It is crazy to see the progression. I feel like Vin Diesel left for a little bit, but then they got people like The Rock in it. And like Jason state that like now there's so many big namers in it luda isn't it tyrese i mean true unbelievable yeah so yes this is how my brain works i said fast and furious unintentionally i was just thinking of something the words just go together now it's part Did of you? the
0: it's part of the lexicon
1: of of american <laughs> english the fast and the furious franchise triple f but I don't know. I don't know, again, what that speaks to. Heck, Harry Potter doesn't even have 10 movies. I'm not counting the Fantastic Beasts. Those don't count. I'm talking, like, Harry Potter has 8. And that is probably the biggest. And Fast and Furious has 10! Yeah, Come on. Star Wars has uh, 9. That's true. <laughs> Star Wars has more than Star Wars. <laughs> nine.
0: That is that is pretty insane. Again, there are all these offshoots as well that, that kind of add up. But you're right. I mean, your point's not wrong. Again, I just think it's like, if you're, if you're thirsting for just, like, pure adrenaline... <laughs> That's your go-to movie, I think. You know, and again,
1: so we are way behind. I feel like honestly, I have to start to watch them just because there are so many. It's like, okay, I'm clearly missing something. I think there's one where they're riding like a tank that has fallen out of a an army plane, and I think Tyrese is like on the gun or something. I don't. Remember. I feel
0: very certain they're all exactly the same. <laughs> I, I, I feel very confident saying that.
1: I mean, so we joke that they don't really necessarily have a plot; it's just all action. But the first one. As my wife likes to say, she can get behind stuff that's realistic, like The Walking Dead. She views that as realistic, Um, (laughs) right? (laughs) Drinking bad, realistic. Um, Sure. Ish. So anyway, so the the first one is, you know, these high speed cars are like robbing uh, like freight trucks and stealing all the merchandise and stuff like that. Now, fast forward to 10. I'm sure it's like the military and the like the government and I don't even know what drug cartels. Who knows?
0: It all sounds good to me, honestly. I, so. I just I haven't had the need to watch 20 hours of that, you know. But <laughs> if I ever if I was ever like, God, I need just like a real hit of adrenaline. Maybe I'd pop one in and just I just pick a random one. It wouldn't matter. Just pick a random one and be like, all right, I'm just going to watch a little bit of Fast and Furious. Give me 30 minutes and I'll be I'll be good.
1: Would you be willing to commit to me in that at one point in the next two or three years, you and I just like get together for a weekend and 24 hours straight, we literally watch like one through, I think they call it X. X one through X. <laughs> yeah.
0: um, challenge accepted. Yes. Challenge accepted. I have no, I have, I have like minimal interest in that, but the whole like getting together <laughs> with you and watching it sounds pretty cool. So yeah. Yeah. So
1: the longest marathon I've ever done is uh, it was my buddy Bill Ferrara uh, when we were at Central Michigan, and um, it was when Terminator Salvation was just hitting theaters. So that was technically the fourth one. So that day we were gonna, we knew we were going to see it that night. So that day we got together early, we watched one, two, and three, and then headed to the movie theater and saw the fourth one. So that's the longest. Oh, true we can crush that. I feel
0: like we watched more time. Lost than that in any given time true but yeah no I, I hear you i think um so my wife did that with star wars when the new ones came out did she she was with a friend and they watched like all six of the first or i guess like, it was when eight? i guess it was when episode one came out so okay. they watched it the, they watched the original four three. five six yeah four five six one okay
1: yep. that's
0: fair so similar to terminator
1: yeah it's very similar. okay props to jamie i, I didn't know she had that in her yeah she's got it okay
0: we have but recently okay. seen all nine of them with our kids as well in a row, yeah. I hope. They are caught up in the machete order, which is the recommended order for watching Star Wars.
1: Well, I guess I meant one sitting. That would be you. Oh, gosh. <laughs> okay. Yes.
0: Yes. In one sitting. Our five-year-old was very patient with all that. <laughs> 30 hours of Star Wars. <laughs>
1: 30 hours.
0: You're not wrong. That's yeah. A lot of hours. Um, but, alas, from movies to football. Yes. And uh, there's some great football movies out there. But today, we're going to talk about the movie that is the NFC West. A yes. pretty competitive division. Actually, a really good division. This is not one of the crappy divisions that we've covered so far.
1: Yes, it is. Uh, I, so it would no, be good. I think our competition level is getting up. We had some good ones last time, so I mean it's getting there. It's just it's getting there. Yeah, when you start with the uh, NFC North and the AFC South, you can only go up. You can only <laughs> you can go, only go up. up.
0: We're gonna end on a high note, don't you worry. Yes. Um so the NFC West, great division, has got the reigning Super Bowl champion. Which still hurts me to say that. The I know, man. Los Angeles Rams say uh still a little salty about that but uh let's see last year 12 and 5 made it all the way to the big big game matthew stafford comes to town Woo. turns the team around accomplishes what jared goff could not accomplish got them the ring good yes. on them happy for him that's, that's great
1: have, um, real quick have you seen that was it the matthew stafford commercial with at&t <laughs> Yes. Like, you're with one phone for 12 years. You really love it. (laughs)
0: But But you do move on, although you never truly forget that phone. You'll always (laughs) love the memories you had.
1: (laughs) I was like, good for you, Matt. Respect. I appreciate that. That was (laughs) good.
0: I think that's a good way to handle it, too. Yeah. Um, So the big signing in the offseason, one of the biggest in the NFL, was Allen Robinson coming to L.A. to take on the number two receiver role, um, presumably booting Odell Beckham out of the picture, who is still recovering from an injury. It's probably – half season at best this year. Yep. Uh, so Beckham is not currently resigned. He's not landed anywhere else either. Anywhere. <laughs> I I think he's um, similar to my conspiracy theory on Gronk. I could see him coming back week 10 to the Rams and then, and then all oh. of a sudden going for another run.
1: Yeah. So you, you honestly don't see Odell Beckham being signed at all this off season. I guess there's not much off season left. Um, yeah. I don't
0: know. I, I feel I, like
1: someone would have to take a flyer on him. I,
0: why well, not? If, he's, if he's, if he's injured, like what's the rush? You can't play.
1: Yeah. I guess just I don't know. to get him before someone else does, but I guess sure. he's probably not fielding that many offers right now. But I don't know. I just feel like someone, I'm surprised that someone has not taken it on him. Taking yeah, him, on him,
0: I am too. I'm too. I thought Green Bay would be going after him after losing Devontae. Yeah. Uh, I was kind of hopeful that the Titans might go for it. I think you've talked about the Patriots as well. Um, you said a lot, it, of, not me. a lot. There's a lot of teams that need it. I know you, I will point out, you made a whole episode last time without mentioning the Patriots. So kudos to you. You did to mention I it. I did mention it this time, but um, there were some teams that, that could use somebody who's got a veteran and a good skill set like him. But uh, yeah. so far, nobody. We'll see. We'll keep keep tabs on that.
1: But no, Allen Robinson. I love this fit here. I'm a huge Allen Robinson guy. I mean, I got to watch him live at Penn State, and the dude is just a freak athletically, and can make acrobatic catches. I mean, he's never. And I think we've talked about this before. He's never had his true quarterback. You know, he's in Jacksonville for the start of his purgatory. And his best year was with that Blake Bortles year. You North know Oregon. it. Uh, you know, then he got hurt his last year in Jacksonville. So I, th- I think it was a torn ACL. Never fully got good back in Jacksonville land. So it goes to Chicago and yeah, you know, obviously we know what's going on in Chicago. Disappeared. Again. Freaking disappeared last year. Last like, year burned the shit out of people in fantasy last year. Oh my gosh, yeah. So I'm happy to see him land in a perfect spot. Like You cannot get any better having Cooper Cup as your running mate. He's going to have you know, the second corner on him, which he he usually gets number one co- coverage. So, yep. I mean, this is just great for him. It's a great spot.
0: <laughs> yeah, I agree. It's, it's a really good landing spot. It makes him pretty attractive this year. He is yeah. a fantasy darling. I'm already hearing it in mock drafts and in the drafts I've done, like people are jumping all over it. I would still be a little bit hesitant because of the burn from last year, but it is such a better situation. And mm-hmm. you got to figure he's probably going to
1: ball out. Definitely more likely to ball out than to just be done. Yeah. Oh, he's not done. You, you feel like he's going to have, I don't know if it's a chip on his shoulder or something to prove. He's like, Hey, I'm, y'all just left me for dead out in Chicago. Don't forget what I'm doing. <laughs> don't yep. forget.
0: Yep. Uh, the Rams also lost Sonny Michelle and um, just running back depth, honestly, but they've had injuries. So, you know, they kind of yeah. need everybody they can get. And then uh, their offensive coordinators we talked about earlier went to the Vikings. So Lights. have some turnover there, but I think Sean McVay, he calls the plays anyway, so he it's really it's really his system. I think he's yeah. fine. Um, I expect they will be really good again. They lost Von Miller, but they signed um, Bobby Wagner from, from the Seahawks, yeah. so he just kind of replaced. Uh, a yeah. really great. Linebacker with another one. Like
1: yeah, one falls off. Oops, slide it right in. So. Yep.
0: So I think they'll be fine again this year. So uh, look for more of the same there. Let's head over right. to the Cardinals. The uh, first half of the season, Giants, and then second half of the season
1: little giant Tur-
0: turd monsters i don't know they're <laughs> they're the
1: worst second half team uh, in the last heart. couple of years it's just been awful it's been really wild so bizarre like how this it would just without fail it happens and we were talking about it all last year like when is it gonna when's the bubble gonna burst gonna end? it does um so obviously with the big D, key departures they lost the under for six games for some uh, unintentional ped usage uh what did he claim it was for he didn't know it was in whatever of course yeah, yeah. they never oh, and- do I didn't know. They never do. They? I never know.
0: I think they all just use this stuff all the time. It's just a matter of if they get caught or not, right? True. I don't think that DeAndre Hopkins is any worse of a player or or dirtier than anybody else. No. They all have so much pressure to get well right. when they're injured. And as quickly again. as possible. And they rush it back every time. And especially when you're a little bit a little bit older, you know, late twenties, early thirties, like those guys have the most pressure. And so he's like, I can't lose a step because then I lose my spot to rondell moore or christian kirk or somebody you know
1: right well so, and especially you know they needed him and uh yeah he was hobbled all the second half of last year very frustrating for this guy yep. uh, but yeah so that's unfortunate for them obviously a big weapon gone for six games uh and then obviously then they lose christian kirk to free agency big deal with the jags uh they lose their backup running back and chase well i don't even know would you consider chase a backup or i mean they were split backs for the most part would you say
0: yeah, I think he was he was like a forty percent. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yep. So, I mean, um, they, but, lose, they lose some big pieces. They did lose some big pieces, but
0: they also reloaded a little bit. They brought in Hollywood Brown. That was like the blockbuster deal during the draft. Man, why don't we have
1: this on the slide? Where's Hollywood?
0: Hollywood Brown was the blockbuster deal during the draft, and um, I think that he's going to make an immediate impact. I think that it came out, DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, suspension came out, and it and then you're kind of like, oh, this makes oh, sense. That's why they they gave up such a high draft pick to get somebody that had been good, but not like elite, because they needed him asap. They needed yeah. him for six games, you know.
1: Oh, did you just hear his legal problems?
0: Uh, yes, I did. Um, <laughs> he'll be fine. Guys. He, he yeah, going a little fast. <laughs> he's don't. he's a fast guy. He lives life fast. Is what he fast, fast and furious too? I mean, he's he was he was furious about. Getting in trouble for being fast, I'm sure. <laughs> so there you go, perfect tie-in. um So yeah, he's he's going to be the new speedster. I think first six weeks he could be a total beast for them. uh He played college ball with Kyler, so they've got a connection there as well. Right. So um, just got
1: to make sure Kyler watches that film though. Just saying.
0: Or plays Madden. He's going to play Madden. Remember, don't worry about him. They I'll did bring up. in darrell Williams, who uh, I guess we should have mentioned as a departure from the Rams, but. Um, he's going to add that depth. I think he replaces Chase Edmonds pretty much immediately as yeah, the 40% really. guy. Um, and then they drafted this guy, Keontae Ingram out of LSU, who uh, is actually going to be battling for that second role as well. So he could get some snaps too. Um, I think their, their backfield will be just fine.
1: Yeah. But just for the first half of the year. And then they will
0: And then they may not. I mean, James Conner. James Conner was a monster last year. He was. He was a Did monster a last year. Game?
1: Or like four or five touchdowns, like I
0: think four. I mean, he, yeah, yeah. he was a touchdown maker, and I think yeah. he will continue to be so. That you just got to figure out how to get over that hump, you know. I don't know oh, what yeah. it is psychologically. It is in their dome whenever do you think, this
1: happens. Do you think this is? Uh, shoot, why am I blanking on the uh, Kingsbury's like kind of make or break here?
0: Probably, don't you think? I mean, I don't think I would, it's great to go ten and six, eleven and six. It's great to do that, but but not, not, the way if you, not if you lose in the first round of the playoffs every year or don't make the playoffs because you epically fail at the end of the year. I mean,
1: or go two and six in your final eight games.
0: Yeah. I, uh, I don't know. I, it's hard to imagine. It's not often that a, a coach does that well and gets let go. Although Brian Flores would argue <laughs> I did it with really crappy talent, Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I don't think, I don't think that he can keep doing that. I don't I think mean, so with that talent level
1: the way they looked in that playoff game to the Rams, like that loss, they just looked hapless. They just looked like they had no idea what was going on. Like that was just incredibly disappointing to see. And yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how they start this year. I mean, that's their thing, but
0: I got to imagine they're going to be pretty hot, but we'll see how long it lasts.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Maybe, maybe Deandre waiting six weeks and coming back later is a good thing for him.
1: Maybe they will be a second half team this year. Yeah.
0: Maybe they come out come out hot to their normal hot start and then they get him and he's healthy and he's angry and he's, I don't know. He's maybe, maybe it's a good thing. Maybe we'll find out. Let's move on. Yes, please. Let's see what's going on in San Francisco. So uh had some changes in San Francisco and still some up in the air, yes. but uh, most of the offensive changes are, Hey, they re-signed Debo. Thank God. As you point out here, um, they drafted a couple of guys. Uh, this, this Tyrion Davis price is getting a little bit of buzz uh Brock Purdy is not getting buzz but this is (laughs) going to be uh the Trey Lance um the Trey Lance show this year and so that's the reason I I think Brock Purdy is at least worth mentioning he's he's presumably the backup or maybe third string quarterback and he's a young he had a lot of hype coming out of college at one point he kind of fell down the draft boards tumbled down the draft boards
1: but uh the the big story is Jimmy Garoppolo what's going to happen there I mean he's got to be gone uh I think they, unfortunately for them, they might have to just come and release him. Uh, because if he makes the 53 man roster, you know, they're paying him. And he has a big contract because he's on a huge extension for them a few years back. Yeah. So, I mean, it's tough for him. You know, I mean, if you look at his time in San Francisco, he had technically a great winning percentage. I mean, even his stats were not that bad, you know. He wasn't as flashy, especially last year. Uh, I mean, they made it all the way to the MC Championship game, but a lot of them are saying it wasn't because of him. So, you know, it's tough for him. Uh, but I I don't see why the Browns don't go out and get him. He's a very capable starting quarterback. I think you could say he's one of the top 32 quarterbacks in this league that for he's sure. starting. For uh, sure. So now it's just kind of finding the right suitor. They're definitely not keeping him. Uh, you know, the coaching staff made the the decision to say, nope, this is Trey's team. You know, I think that's smart. At least I say it's smart to choose one from the get-go and say, like, Yes this is our QB one and going on from there, not leaving it up to oh, we'll just see the competition in camp and stuff like that. Granted Grappolo was still hurt, but now he's officially full cleared, which is I think the biggest hurdle for the trade. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's a tough spot for him in the team, but I mean, he's going to be moving on elsewhere. Again, the smartest thing for me, I would say would be to go to Cleveland and they definitely don't want to see him go to Seattle where he can jump right in and start. And then you face him twice a year. So yeah,
0: I don't know how much control they've got over where he lands. Uh, I don't know. At if if release they, him, they have zero. Yeah, so that's I mean the deals. Yeah, the trade. deals are all structured differently. But yeah, if they're trying to find a trade for sure. Um, But yeah, Seattle, you don't want to see that twice a year Uh, because he is he is like he has those games where he's like really competent, really yeah. efficient. He's like an Alex Smith type, you know, in, in some regards. Kind of reminds yeah, me of yeah. him. Yeah, um, not many mistakes. Pretty accurate, not a lot of mistakes, but. Probably not going to put the team on his back and take you all the way, you know, either. It's just not going to happen.
1: Doesn't have quite the dynamic. That was Debo's role last year. He literally put the entire team on his back. For sure. I didn't realize how big Debo was. Dude, he's a monster. I I know. I'm watching the NFC Championship game. Or no, I'm watching against the Packers. I was like, my gosh, how have I not been paying enough attention to see how big this man is when he's running down the hole or, you know, catching balls like, Man's a beast.
0: There are a few guys in the league that are that size, and it's him, and it's DK I mean, it, Metcalf. DK Metcalf and AJ Brown are kind of all three the same. Like AJ Brown is also a monster of a man. These guys are just big, physical. They can run the ball. Um, I, I mean, he's just huge. Where, why am I blanking? Where Debo go to school? Uh, Debo, South Carolina.
1: South Carolina. I was gonna say that's two old Miss guys. i at SEC man. They grow yeah. big. SEC. They growing
0: big. SEC for sure. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, these guys are just huge, and they can run the ball, and they're hard to tackle, and they're they're bruisers, and
1: IAI. I, I. Okay, real quick. Well, actually, go to the next slide, because just because it makes sense because of Seattle, I just want to make a DK Metcalf reference.
0: Okay, I will mention as well Raheem Mostert's gone to Miami. Oh, yes, your boy. The offensive coordinator, Mike McDaniel, also went to Miami, making the backfield a little cloudier, which is why I mentioned Tyrion Davis-Price. Right. Um, Elijah Mitchell is still the guy there. Jeff Wilson Jr. is still there. So they, they're, they're going to continue to have, you know, three running backs and Debo, but um Mostert, my, my beloved Mostert who never <laughs> could make it past like
1: four games is gone. <laughs> so, sorry, real quick about the running back room now. So obviously Debo has all these incentives to run it. Uh What does that do to Elijah Mitchell's stock?
0: I think Mitchell has got a very carved out role. I think, and I think he's really good now. He doesn't catch a lot of passes. So right. in full PPR, he's not like a, a huge asset, but he's he he's like kind of like Nick Chubb, light, like he's not the same say, build like, as Nick Chubb. I'd but he, Nick Chubb. That's he I crazy. mean he runs uh he, he's he gets high volume carries, not a lot of passing game work, and he's really effective. Yeah. So yeah, I think he's like a a two-round discount on Nick Chubb, maybe, you know, something like that.
1: Okay. Fair. Fair. All okay. right,
0: let's hear it about DK. <laughs> what you got?
1: Okay, so I know I mentioned this last season. Uh, and I, I think I got you started on the web series uh, um, Bleacher Report, uh, Gridiron Heights. Yep. And so the best part is whenever they uh, highlight the rookie class, the rookies always have baby voices. You know, so yep. all the quarterbacks like, hey, it's me, Baker Matthew. Um, But whenever they had DK Metcalf on as a rookie, obviously he's just a mountain of a man. They, first of all, they always animated him without a shirt. So he'd had like 50 pack abs, just <laughs> already a monster. He, this was his voice. Like all the, Again, all the rookies are babies. He's like, "Hey guys, what's up?" I'm like, oh my god!
0: <laughs> so <can> <laughs> He's just built different, dude. He really yeah. is. He really is. Uh, I'm sorry.
1: Again, you got to who the, for those listening who haven't checked it out. Gridiron Heights—they're all like minute and a half to two-minute videos. It's just a very great, quick,
0: very funny. You got to—you have to like listen carefully because they go so fast. So they're <laughs> very funny. Yeah. They're very funny. All right, let's talk about those Seahawks.
1: Right, those Seahawks. This I is mean, probably
0: the biggest change in the NFC West overall, for sure. Holy cow!
1: Yep. Obviously, yep. Dangerous is gone. Uh, I mean, what else can you say about that? That's that's big. That's huge. That's huge. That's huge. Candidate gone. Um, yep. And then you replace him with Drew Locke. <laughs> like, Woof. Great. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I, mean, re- I will say the
0: reports are saying Geno Smith has probably, probably got smart. the edge right now, which is good, honestly. It's
1: good and sad. It, it is sad. sad. It's good for
0: them for sure.
1: <sighs> but I mean, I know they got all those draft picks, which is huge for them. But man, to go from Russell to Drew. I mean, if you're DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockheed, just go.
0: <laughs> just shoot me. Just shoot me. Damn it. And I gotta play like it's already like very cold and rainy up there all the time. Like yep. this sucks. This is terrible. They did bring wow. in Noah Fant in the deal as well, who actually had a really good tight end year last year and is a is a stud. Um we'll see if he
1: Who's throwing to him? <laughs> if he can
0: flourish there or not. I don't know. There's also, you know, now there's couple couple pretty well established mouths to feed in
1: seattle with lockett and metcalf so i mean um, i don't know they have great offensive pieces besides the quarterback position obviously you got the two great wide receivers no offense a very capable top 10 top 12 tight end i mean even the running back position i know chris carson officially retired uh once again my uh do it bet board stud that's right got me me four games (laughs) but but uh i mean rashad penny in his classic move, did his audition at the end of the year and showed he can carry the load. And then you go out and drafted a, a Kenneth Walker, who will probably be the running back of the future. Once Rashad Penny shows, Oh wait, just kidding. It's only when I'm auditioning. I'm good. Uh, so, I mean, they have those good offensive pieces. So other than the quarterback position. Um, so that's, Oh, it's tough. So you, if you're Geno Smith, who, as you're mentioning, is is leading in camp right now, you got to do something because, you have the pieces there, and if you are auditioning, so hey, I can still be a starter in this league. You got to make it happen because there are too many good pieces to to not.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. And you can't win games if you don't have a good quarterback. It just right. You can you can have like a pretty good quarterback and make it decently far, and every now and then a Joe Flacco will sneak his way into a Super Bowl. <laughs> Joe, Flacco. but you can't you can't get it done with you Smith and Drew Lock. They're just not gonna they're not gonna win games. They'll win you know six games maybe you know whatever it is because they have so much other talent right and i know they're re i guess they're rebuilding through the draft and all that kind of stuff too but they're not going to go anywhere with without a quarterback right and garoppolo right. could take this team like again i think like alex smith he could be good enough to take this team to like a 10 or 11 win season and get into sneaking to the playoffs um because he could, he's just a steady hand and he's competent um, i don't think gino can do that although gino has matured a lot from you know his rookie years when he was God awful. Um, <laughs> he looked. He looked pretty competent last year when he came in he very, during Actually, Russell Wilson's injury.
1: He was very competent. Honestly, there were games I remember where I would be. I think we were doing like DraftKings or something like that, or doing some parlays, and it would come down to, oh, they're playing Geno Smith and the Seahawks. Like, okay, that's a lock. It's fine. But then, like, he would be competitive in the games and keeping them in. I'm like, crap,
0: Geno yep. Smith.
1: But no, I mean, he did look fine. He looks fine for them, but when you're an NFL franchise, you don't want fine. You don't want fine, especially when you're losing
0: a probable future hall of famer, you know, that's just not really what you're going for. No. No. So, um, not so great there. I think, uh, you mentioned the sum, but uh, there's a, there's so much buzz about Kenneth Walker and obviously we were huge fans. He started his career at wake forest and then uh, went to Michigan state. So we've, we've seen this guy a lot. I think he's a really good runner. Um, but I will say, I think it's Rashad Penny's job until he loses it. Honestly, I really do, and I don't think that's going to go change anytime soon. You know, I don't think that, um, I don't think that this rookie is just going to come in just because he was drafted in the third round and just take over. I think it's if Penny's the hot hand to start the season like he was to end the season, it's going to be hard for Kenneth Walker to steal reps. And they don't have a ton of depth with Chris Carson going away too. Um, I think they've still got DJ Dallas. DJ Dallas coming in. (laughs) Okay, DJ Collin. Easy there. Easy. Uh, But uh, I do think it's the Rashad Penny show, and I think he's actually a really good draft value for fantasy because, again, being a a weekly game, I think you've got an opportunity to get some early wins with him. Even if he does lose the job, it's not going to kill you because it's not going to happen until later in the
1: season. Okay. Fair. Fair. I mean, NFC West is going to be interesting. I mean, you got – obviously, there were three playoff teams last year. Uh, you know, if the Seahawks can just get something out of the quarterback position, maybe they could challenge for a playoff spot. It'll, that's a great division. That's top to bottom. It's one of the most competitive. So it'll be fun to see that those matchups.
0: Yep. Okay. Kevin. Um, but you've got a okay. new segment for
1: us once again, right. don't you? I do. Okay. So, you know, we are doing our on campus, which is a thing and it will continue to be a thing. We're making it happen.
0: Not going away
1: not going away so i just started thinking okay i like that you know kind of get back to the college roots so we decided to come up or i came up with this idea for a new segment camper why don't you tell them the name okay
0: how it started how it's going
1: how it started versus how it's going because okay. we're so
0: popular like we, we know all the social media trends and everything yep. we're like
1: way up on this stuff it was probably like a year ago when that was really popular, <laughs> But either way okay so here's how it works i'm going to give you i'm not going to name the player obviously so I'm going to give you where they went to college. Then I'm going to give you who drafted them. And then I'm going to give you what team they're on currently. Okay. So okay. You're getting potentially up to three different teams. And uh, you have to tell me said player.
0: Okay. okay.
1: Are you ready? I how am I ready? Versus huh? how it's going. How, how it started. How, how it's, it's going. going. How it's going. Okay. Player. Okay. I'm not going to lie. I kind of made these a little hard. <laughs> Great. Sorry. Awesome. I apologize in advance. So I gave you three. Are you okay. going to give me the positions first or no?
0: Or no. Good try, question. try, I guess try without it. And see I'll try it one without no, it. Yes. Okay. That's going to be, be, be hard. really hard without the position.
1: Yes. Okay. okay. This is probably starting with the hardest ones. So once again, I apologize. This player <laughs> went to Alabama. <laughs> please don't murder right. me when it comes to my turn. All right. College. South Florida. <laughs> Good start. Okay. Drafted by Indianapolis currently a houston texan how it started how it's going marlon mack Ooh, right out the gates yes give marlon me that mac did you know south florida or were you just like okay colts to texans
0: um uh, i knew all three combined when i heard okay. them all together yeah i did know marlon mack went to south florida um right. yeah the colts to texans thing definitely helped yeah but yeah, South Ford, I was like, man, there's not too many. There are some, but there's not too many out there.
1: Sure. Okay. Yeah,
0: give me that. Marlon Mack, let's go. One. one for one. I, one for one. Honestly,
1: I thought that was the hardest one, so you should be in the clear now. No, oh, we'll see. Here's your cupcake. All right, college, West Alabama, drafted Kansas City Chiefs, currently Miami Dolphins. Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill, I guess. That, yeah. was, the, that was the layup. I he started
0: it. his college career, I want to say in Florida, somewhere like that. Like He was somewhere big and then got kind of bounced around. And yep.
1: Yeah. Exactly.
0: I wouldn't have been able to tell you, like, hey, where did where did Tyreek Hill graduate from or where did he finish his <laughs> – where, did, where go, was the last year graduated. he played? I don't know. I, I wouldn't be able to tell you West Alabama, but I knew it was somewhere right. obscure like that.
1: Yep. Okay. Two for two, man. Two okay. for two. All right. This one, you – anyway, I don't know. You've shown your medal. I think you're fine. So
0: I feel good now. If I get two out of three, I feel
1: pretty good. Yeah, so. you already got your goal. So, how it started college, Tennessee, drafted Minnesota. Currently, how it's going,
0: Atlanta. That's Cordero Patterson. You are correct. Three, let's four, go. Three, let's go.
1: Swiss Army knife himself.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes. I had to think. Like, what's funny is when you said Tennessee and then you said Minnesota, I wasn't thinking the Vikings. I was like, wait a second, okay, reset <laughs> NFL team over. now. It's the Vikings. Okay, yeah. yeah, um, dude, yeah, that was good, man. I like that. I like that was go. good. Look there at me, go. I'm like the. You remember that show Stump the Schwab? I'm like the Schwab.
1: Yes. You are the Schwab right now. You're perfect and on campus. And uh, how this yeah. started, how it's going.
0: Yeah, yeah. Let's just maybe I'll just quit on top. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, just like George Costanza, you got to know when to leave. Like. all right i'm out (laughs) all right so yeah sweet man appreciate
0: you doing that that was cool i like that
1: yeah so we'll keep that going we got oh season two so many new segments oh what greatest podcast ever giving the fans what they want greatest
0: podcast ever
1: (laughs) all right man so we just did the nfc west so that means we got two divisions left afc east afc west That'll be next week. Okay. Then I have to talk about the Patriots. You can't give me crap about it. So there we go. I know.
0: I know. It's going to be all your episode (laughs) next week. By the way, we didn't get to mention I'm rocking Aaron Curry for the Seahawks here. This is an Aaron Curry jersey. I saw that. Wake Forest, Demon Deacons. He was there while we were there and got drafted fourth overall, second highest Wake Forest draft pick ever. Behind you, remember who was the highest ever?
1: No. (laughs) norm sneed oh how could i forget (laughs) in the early
0: 60s yes Uh, got drafted by the washington redskins
1: well do you remember where you got that jersey
0: i do remember i got the jersey this was a bachelor party gift for my bachelor party from my boys my wake boys and it started a tradition
1: i was gonna say that started the tradition
0: yep where everybody gets one on their uh in their bachelor party
1: their bachelor party so we got you the aaron curry yeah aaron has the pistol pete uh maravich i got Chris Paul. Um, I think that's where we're at right now. So I, it was a great tradition that would start with you, man. I just yep. remember talking to the guys. I'm like, hey, why don't we get him something? Let's and it was Aaron Curry at the time. Like he was huge. It's like, oh my God. He I'm just sorry.
0: gotten he had just gotten drafted. Yeah. He uh, largely considered a pretty massive draft bust, unfortunately. Huge bust. A <laughs> huge bust. Uh, but he is coincidentally, he is coaching, he's like a defensive assistant for the Seahawks currently. Is he?
1: Yeah. I did not know that. Yep. Good on him. And Josh Howard is actually in the collegiate coaching right Ranked. so he was oh, also he? there when we were there and obviously yep. justin gray basketball players gray, coaching western so,
0: carolina chris paul yes. still crushing it in the league
1: tim duncan just being himself awesome. <laughs> yes
0: probably swimming for
1: fun <laughs> yeah so, yes no that's great jersey man i was i'm proud you rocked that out that's good
0: always appreciate this i have a rams jersey too actually but it's a st louis rams jersey yes. so it doesn't fit for this divisional preview no
1: it does not when they move back then it will
0: when they go back i'll, I'll bust it out <laughs>
1: Well, nice, man. Well, hey, you have a great weekend and uh, two more divisions left. Then we'll be getting into our mock drafts and, of course, our perfect lineups. So a lot of good stuff. And again, the season inches ever so closer. But until that time, keep on folding. Fold it.
0: yee Giddy.